0: let's face it you're busy as a small business owner you're juggling a lot of balls in the air there are times when you handle it like the rock star you are and other times where you simply feel overwhelmed the real problem arises when you're constantly feeling overwhelmed that's not good so today we're taking a deep breath and diving into how to minimize overwhelm in your small business Hey, you!
1: You're listening to the Messy Desk Podcast, the show for entrepreneurs who want to achieve more
0: without the overwhelm and drama. Because although business and life get messy, that doesn't mean things have to be hard. Join us as we
1: help you cope with the chaos and banish your barriers so that you can move forward in your entrepreneurial
0: journey. I'm Megan Monahan. And I'm Teresa Cepelli. Let's get on with it. Hey, you! Welcome to episode 37 of the Messy Desk Podcast. I'm Teresa Safali, your productivity strategist and coach.
1: And I'm Megan Monahan, your content marketing strategist and coach.
0: Megan and I work really hard on producing this podcast. We both love doing it, but it's work. A lot goes into creating the right content and then running it through our workflow. That's right. There are
1: many action items we need to check off the list in order to take a podcast episode from concept to promotion. We have goals for the Messy Desk podcast that require our attention as well. At the same time, we're both running our own private businesses. Those businesses have their own set of goals and action items that need our individual attention. Sometimes it can feel overwhelming.
0: That feeling of overwhelm is real, but it's also normal. Running a small business is a lot of work. It doesn't matter if you're a solopreneur like Megan and me or if you lead a small team. I guess also like Megan, right? Like us, right? (laughs) No matter what you do, you're going to have periods of overwhelm. You're probably
1: often thinking, how can I stop this overwhelm? But that's the wrong question.
0: Right. Because every business has ups and downs. There are different seasons, so to speak. Accountants are a good example. They may have a steady flow of client work during the year, but guess what? Come January 1st, it's tax season and things get ridiculously busy. It's probably like that for your small business as well. So, like I said, having periods of overwhelm is normal. Getting rid of it completely, though, is not realistic. But you can learn how to minimize overwhelm so that you can continue to be productive and make progress on your goals. Because
1: if you don't get a handle on your overwhelm, there are a ton of negative consequences.
0: Exactly. If you're constantly in that state of overwhelm, there can be a big price tag attached. First, there are serious
1: health ramifications. When you're overwhelmed, it causes stress. There is much research on the negative effects of stress on your mood, body, and behavior. Stress can cause headaches, anxiety, digestive issues, lack of focus, irritability, overeating, undereating, social withdrawal, and so much more. Stress has also been shown to weaken your immune system. Left unchecked, it can also lead to diseases
0: like high blood pressure and diabetes. I recognize some of those symptoms from when I was in a constant state of overwhelm. It wasn't a pleasant time and I won't allow myself to return there. Another downside of stress caused by overwhelm is reduced cognitive function. Indications of this manifest as mental slowness, forgetfulness, confusion, lack of concentration, and inability to problem solve, just to name a few.
1: So, are you convinced that overwhelm is bad news yet?
0: Do you need more evidence? I think they get it, Megan. I want to point out, though, that these consequences diminish your productivity. And diminished productivity can cause you to feel overwhelmed, which brings on stress, which reduces your productivity. Get the point? Yep. It's a
1: never-ending cycle of reactions. So, how can you stop the cycle? If you want to know how to minimize overwhelm, it starts by becoming aware of why you're feeling overwhelmed in the first place.
0: The harsh reality is that the overwhelm you feel in your small business is often of your own doing. That is my honest opinion. The good news, that means you can stop it. Megan's right. Affecting change begins with awareness. There are a lot of things that create overwhelm. While we can't
1: get into all of them, Teresa is going to share three reasons why you're feeling overwhelmed.
0: Okay, what's first? Simply put, you're overwhelmed because you're doing too much. Now, you're thinking, well, duh, Teresa, of course I'm doing too much. Yet, there you are doing it. You're not supposed to know and do and be everything. Doing less will kick overwhelm to the curb. We recently did a podcast
1: episode where Teresa shared her framework for doing less. So go check that out if you want to
0: learn how to minimize overwhelm by doing less. What else you got? Believe it or not, comparing yourself to others can cause overwhelm. Unless you live in a bubble, you're going to run across other small business owners and see what they're doing. That can cause you to fall into the comparison trap.
1: Oh, yeah. Yeah. Comparing your beginning to someone else's middle can cause you to feel inadequate. It can also be
0: a catalyst to taking on strategies and tactics that you're not ready for yet. Exactly, Megan. When you try advanced strategies and tactics before you're truly ready for them, it adds undue pressure. That pressure and the stress it causes can be overwhelming. So be mindful of the comparison trap. Good
1: advice.
0: Do you have anything else, Teresa? Yes, just one more thing, multitasking can cause overwhelm. I know you're probably thinking that you're great at multitasking, most people do. The thing you need to understand is that human beings are not designed to multitask. That's because there's no such thing as multitasking, you're never actually doing five things at a time. Uh Uh-oh, I feel a rant coming on. (laughs) I promise that I will refrain from getting up on my soapbox today. What I will say is that multitasking can hurt your productivity by 40%. 40, that's 40%. Did I say 40? 40. (laughs) When you multitask, you're actually just switching rapidly between tasks. And guess what? That means you're really doing. You're interrupting yourself and wasting time. And you know how much I hate wasting time. Uh-huh. None, none of us has
1: any time to frivol away. But back to the point that Teresa is making, multitasking diminishes productivity. And as she said a bit earlier, this starts the merry-go-round of decreased productivity,
0: overwhelm, and stress. And I want to say one final thing about multitasking before we move on. Multitasking is not a skill that gets better with practice. Research shows not only that you don't do it well, but also that the more you multitask, the worse you are at it. Okay, I'm done.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Obviously, Teresa is very passionate about this topic. So now you know the consequences of being overwhelmed and what might be causing you to feel overwhelmed. The next question
0: is, what can you do about it? Yes, let's discuss how to minimize overwhelm in your small business. One strategy is to use mindfulness techniques to disrupt your feelings of overwhelm. When you're feeling overwhelmed, your thoughts can carry you away. One small thought can spiral out of control. And before you know it, you feel like the walls are caving in on you. Your brain starts thinking about the past and the future, and you can feel like you're out of control. Mindfulness is the practice of bringing your attention back into the present moment. There are tons of techniques, but my favorite one is the 5-4-3-2-1 technique. Now, is that the Mel Robbins 5-second rule? No, no. The 5-second rule involves a countdown that's supposed to pump you up and get you into action. The 5-4-3-2-1 technique involves your five senses. It's easy to do and it actually really helps. I'll link to the directions in the show notes on our website. This particular technique interrupts overwhelm by accomplishing two things. First, it brings you back to the present moment by refocusing you on your senses. Second, the act of keeping track of your senses and counting down disrupts your spinning thoughts. I find it very calming. It's a strategy I keep in my toolbox, along with breathing techniques, meditation, and crocheting. I'm going to have to try that myself. It sounds wonderful. Plus, I like that I don't
1: have to buy anything and that I can do it anywhere. I mean, my five senses are always with me. That's right. As Teresa said, there are many mindfulness techniques. So hit up Google to find some others. It doesn't have to be the one she shared.
0: Find what works for you. The mindfulness techniques are helpful when you're in the moment of overwhelm. However, another way to minimize your overwhelm is to avoid it in the first place. One of the easiest ways to do that is to work smarter, not harder.
1: Teresa has talked about doing the right work in your business many times on this podcast. When you do the right work, you end up doing less. But even if you're doing the right work, that doesn't mean that you won't have periods of overwhelm. If you wanna know how to minimize overwhelm in your small business, here are some tips for
0: working smarter. Getting relief from your feelings of overwhelm doesn't have to be hard. I believe when you work smarter, business just gets easier. So here are a few things you can do to overcome overwhelm. Only do the work that matters. Take advantage of slow seasons in your business. Plan better. Say no more often. Outsource some of your business tasks and stop multitasking. We've discussed many of these topics in past episodes, so we'll
1: link to them in the detailed show notes on our website. Any other tips, Teresa?
0: Yep, but this one might take some practice because it involves mindset. One of the best things you can do to avoid feeling overwhelmed is to simply accept that you won't get it all done. Oh, that
1: will take some practice. I know how it makes me feel when I don't finish work. Then when
0: it all piles up, hello, overwhelm. This could probably be its own topic, but here's what's important to know right now. You can plan, time block, and do all of the right things. However, sometimes stuff happens and gets in the way of your progress. In this case, keep it in perspective. Take a step back and figure out what your next best move is. Do you need to reschedule the task? Was it something that isn't actually important that you can just dump? Can you ask someone for help? Regardless, when you get behind in your work, the overwhelm might not be caused by having too much to do. Instead, it may be caused by what you make it mean. Having to push off a task or completely get rid of it doesn't say anything about who you are.
1: Yes, don't let that negative self-talk creep in and mess with your head. Tell yourself, I'm exactly where I need to be right now.
0: Then look for solutions. Yes, solutions, not excuses. Now, in the spirit of today's topic, I want to remind you that you shouldn't try to implement every strategy all at once. That would be overwhelming. My suggestion is that you start paying attention to when you feel overwhelmed so that you can identify the trigger. Once you know what's causing it, then you can implement a strategy or two to combat it. So go on the offense
1: instead of the defense. That's a sure way to improve things.
0: And you don't have to use our suggestions on how to minimize overwhelm. We want you to have a good starting place. That's all. Do you have anything else you want to add, Megan? Yes,
1: If you're struggling with acute overwhelm, please ask for help. You are not alone. There are many small business owners who struggle with this, and the overwhelm you're feeling may be worsened by things that are outside of your control, like a pandemic. So seek help. It can be a trusted friend or family member, a member of the clergy in your church, or a professional. There's no judgment. Don't suffer,
0: get help. I agree. All right, everyone, the fun is done. If we helped you today, please let us know by leaving us a positive rating or review. We appreciate your support so much. Visit MessyDeskPodcast.com for detailed show notes, links, and the transcript. Thanks so much for listening, and we'll see you next week on the Messy Desk Podcast. Thanks for listening, and don't forget to subscribe to the Messy Desk
1: Podcast and leave us a review.
0: We're interested in what you're interested in so email us at messydeskpodcast@gmail.com at gmail.com with your topic suggestions and questions and most importantly stay messy because that's where the growth progress and magic happen I know you're probably thinking <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know what I just said just not in the, I'm not in this I think my hair is too tight <laughs>